Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I am Billy Embody. We have a lot to get to today. LSU remains on a hot streak in recruiting, and it could be continuing to pick up. So we're going to run down everything that's happened. And let's start with the big news of the weekend, and that's that Shelton Sampson, five-star receiver out of Baton Rouge Catholic, committed to LSU on Saturday, um, ended the speculation, and made it a reality. He's staying home to play for the Tigers, picking them over Alabama, Florida State, Texas A&M, and numerous others. Uh, he's the number one, tw- number 21 overall prospect in the country, four on three. We have him locked in as a five-star, the number four wideout nationally, number three prospect in the state of Louisiana. Uh, on the on-three consensus, he's just inside five-star range as the number 32 overall prospect. Look, this is a prospect that we've liked for a long time now, and somebody uh, who has the size, uh, has uh, the measurables that you look for, uh, is productive in his opportunities uh, to make plays. Um, and, and look, I mean, I, I think he is kind of one of those players that is scratching the surface of how good he can actually be. He's young for his class. He has kind of been nicked up over the last year here and there. He's missed some of his junior year, missed some of the spring and summer, um, and now looks poised and and ready for his senior year to have a a really productive year and and put that exclamation point um, on his career in in the high school ranks before heading off to LSU. This is a huge pickup. You know, you look at the receivers that have been drafted out of LSU – and it starts in Louisiana. You know, the, the, the Jamar Chases, Terrace Marshalls, um, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckhams. I mean, the list goes on. Racy McMath. This is uh, a monster land for LSU. Uh, you know, last year, some of the top talent at receiver got out. Uh, but Brian Kelly, Joe Sloan, Cortez Hankton all made sure that this one wasn't going to get out. Um, and so he's got a chance now to be next in line. Uh, of the great receivers uh, that LSU has had. Um, I mean, he is, you know, one of those prospects that, you know, you circle right away for Brian Kelly when he gets a job and you look ahead to that first full recruiting class and you say, all right, who are the ones that they've got to get? And right away, Shelton Sampson was right up there on that list. uh, And sure enough, uh, he went ahead, made his decision, uh, and and announced it on Saturday. Big big deal for the Tigers, who you know continues to solidify their spot in the top ten classes nationally uh, for the on three consensus team recruiting rankings. This is uh, you know just kind of the continuation of a red hot streak for LSU in recruiting. Um, you know it started in early July after the official visit uh, month of June, and LSU really picked up momentum. Uh, and, and now we're seeing it really kind of carry over into these guys in Louisiana that have now set announcements, um, you know, to, to really kind of put the exclamation point on this big summer of recruiting for the staff. So Shelton Sampson is the latest commitment, big, big uh, addition for the Tigers, really like the pickup. Uh, and now, you know, things don't slow down. You, know, you look ahead, um, and as you're listening to this, might be Tuesday, might be Wednesday, um, but Ricky Collins, four-star quarterback out of Baton Rouge Woodlawn, is announcing his college decision 7 p.m. Uh, on the Jordy Collada show, live from Mason's Grill in Baton Rouge. And this is another prospect 
LSU wor- has worked for a long time. You know, the quarterback recruiting of the class of 2023 is going to be an interesting one when you look back at it. A lot of names, Dante Moore, Jaden Rashada, Arch Manning, Eli Holstein, um, you know, Brock Glenn, so many of these guys that, you know, here and there, LSU has been recruiting hard, um, been right in the mix for, um, and, and, you know, for whatever reason, didn't end up going to LSU, but they got, you know, Ricky Collins on campus throughout the spring and summer, continued to recruit him really hard as he was committed to Purdue, fended off Florida State, if if he does indeed pick LSU, which I think Ricky Collins will, uh, fended off Florida State for him. Uh, and, and really, Joe Sloan did a great job navigating that recruitment. You know, I, they never really put a ton of pressure on him. You know, they knew they were recruiting other quarterbacks, but they said, keep coming by, keep getting around our program, keep seeing what we're about. And, you know, when push came to shove, you know, he ends up decommitting from from, from uh, Purdue and Ricky Collins, you know, now looks like a clear cut favorite to end up at LSU. Um, Baton Rouge kid, four star quarterback, uh, make back to back Louisiana quarterbacks that you sign um, and, and you kind of solidify that room. Uh, from a numbers perspective, because who knows what happens, you know, on the field and beyond um, this year uh, and and where that position group goes from a numbers perspective. So very, very big uh, commitment that is going to go down Wednesday night. We'll have your coverage of it on the BengalTiger.com. Be sure to check it out. Uh, Seven-day free trial uh, to get on the Bengal Tiger and check us out um, with our fall camp and recruiting coverage. So that's not all, though, in Louisiana. Zachary High School, Saturday at 3.30, four-star safety. Kylan Jackson is going to announce his college decision. He's down to LSU and Texas A&M, and this is another recruitment that LSU has just hung in there, held the buzz pretty much all summer, got a little dicey over the last week. He was kind of supposed to announce on Monday. Wasn't quite sure if he was ready. Kind of pushed back things with his video. Now he's all set. He's ready to make his decision, and all signs are pointing to LSU landing him and keeping him in the state of Louisiana. Um, you know, pure SEC West battle. Uh, LSU's done a really nice job here. You look at Kerry Cooks. Um, you look at Jordan Arsmo. All these guys that that have really worked this one hard uh, for LSU, and now look to be on the cusp of landing another high-quality safety prospect for Kerry Cooks's room uh, to, again, kind of restock the talent level in that position group. I think it's a group that needed an influx of talent. And if Kylan Jackson does pick LSU, you're going to have Ashton Stamps, Ryan Yates, Michael Doherty, and Kylan Jackson. And, and so from a numbers perspective, it sits in a good spot if he does indeed jump on board. Um, I had him and Ricky Collins in my latest class prediction piece that just dropped on the BengalTiger.com. So, um, you know, this is another one that we think is going to go LSU's way. Very physical safety, looks the part, um, and and I think, you know, kind of fits that mold of the new age safety of being able to drop down and be big enough and physical enough to play in the box. So that's what he can kind of bring to the table. Um, I, I think Kylan Jackson really has some upside here. I'll be interested to see if this does impact the safety room. You know, we haven't even gotten to some of my takeaways from this week in Texas because it's been a crazy week in recruiting. 
in the state of Texas. You've got JV and Toviano buzz. Uh, you've got Bravion Rogers decommitting. Will Javon Thomas decommit from Texas A&M? A lot of buzz out of the Lone Star State involving LSU with defensive backs. And so if you get Kylan Jackson and LSU is going to keep swinging away at JV and Toviano and swing away at Bravion Rogers, who just decommitted from Texas A&M, and same with Javon Thomas, who's still committed as of now to Texas A&M, where does that leave all the numbers with corners and safeties? Because this is now a, a group that could be pretty large. The numbers always seem to work themselves out in recruiting, but I'll tell you what, if there's a position group that LSU needs to sign this number, it's in the secondary. And a lot of these guys have versatility. A lot of these guys have the ability to find themselves on the field at different positions than maybe they were recruited for. So going to be a really interesting finish to the cycle in that position group. I've kind of said that on the board for a while now. Um, you know, you have Dalen Austin, you have Jeremiah Hughes committed at corner. Where does that, it, it, you know, if you're recruiting JV and Toviano at corner and Bravion Rogers at corner and Javon Thomas at corner, where does that leave a Jeremiah Hughes? Where does that leave a Dalen Austin? Do they kind of look around and say, you know what? I, I might need to reevaluate things. And same at safety. You know, JV and Toviano, we have them evaluated as a safety. LSU's recruiting him at, at corner. But does somebody in that room look around if they were to land him and say, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, maybe I should look around. So to kind of run down those three right there, I'll start with JV and Toviano, who I love as a prospect. Very mature young man, both physically and um, mentally. Uh, LSU is continuing to recruit him very hard. He was on campus for Bayou Splash. Texas A&M has kind of been viewed as the leader for a long time, and he's opened this door more so than ever about going out of state. LSU, Michigan, Ohio State, Oregon, all recruiting him. And, you know, Texas A&M and Texas are still recruiting him very, very hard. And it's one of those recruitments that it is very tough to get a read on. Even you talk with sources at some of the programs involved, and they have no idea. Even LSU that has some of the buzz after getting him on campus, they don't really know too much about where, where they stand. You know, they feel good. They feel like they're in it. Javian says that. Will they be able to get him on board? I did not include him in my latest class prediction piece. I just think right now with how the recruitment is, one, I don't want to set up people that say, you know, you had him in there. Now, look, he, he ended up going elsewhere. But, you know, also, it's just too hard to get a read and confident, confidently say, I'm projecting this guy to go to LSU. Now, on the flip side of things, you've got Bravian Rogers, who decommits from Texas A&M. There's some buzz that he's going to take it into the fall. But if he doesn't, you know, LSU sits in a really good spot. If he makes a, a decision soon... It wouldn't shock me if it's LSU at all with Bravion Rogers, top 50 overall prospect out of LaGrange, Texas. He's one of my favorite prospects in the entire class. I think he's got the complete package you look for at defensive back, and LSU has been pressing him for quite some time now. They quietly had him on campus at the end of spring, um, and it wouldn't shock me if he was on campus another time, and we just don't know, but they've been on him for quite some time. Robert Steeples, that whole crew have been working it, um, and, and we'll see if it pays off. You know, if he takes it in the fall, you're going to see your Alabama's, Ohio State, Georgia, programs like that probably be in the mix. 
And so then it gets all murky and we'll see what happens. But I included him in the class prediction piece because, look, if he does make that decision soon, the intel I have at least is pointing toward LSU and checking around with people. A lot of people back that up and think that as well. So we'll have to monitor that one and see where it goes. Now, I'm about to head out to see Javon Thomas, so this podcast won't have updated information on him, but I'm about to go out to South Oak Cliff State Championship winning program here in Dallas and see Javon Thomas, another top flight cornerback that LSU's been on. He was on campus for the Bayou Splash. He did stop by College Station for their pool party the next day. Um, A top 100 prospect at the corner position. LSU has been working that flip for a while. We'll see if he does end up decommitting. There's some buzz that he will. But again, we'll hear from him and see what he has to say. I'll get a feel for people around him and see what he's feeling. Um, But certainly somebody to have on uh, your radar in a big way. Uh, Another one that I didn't include in the prediction piece. But again, um, I would just say this is not a, a prospect that you know, has gotten over that hump yet of decommitting again at the time of this recording. If he does, LSU and Bama are two schools that have been mentioned for him for a while. He's teammates with Texas commit Malik Muhammad, who's being recruited very hard by Alabama. That whole little circle, um, or I guess, you know, square between, you know, Alabama, LSU, and those two prospects, we'll see. Um, you know, the, these are these are very interesting times in recruiting. A lot of players have been committed this summer. We've seen some back off recently. Will Javon Thomas join that group? Um, it'll be interesting to see. If he does, he's one that, look, LSU's had him on campus. They got to feel good about where they stand entering the fall. I'll be interested to see what next steps are for him. But again, those are three guys from the Lone Star State that have all had some LSU buzz lately. Um, so we will keep you guys in the loop. It is pretty wild times to be covering LSU recruiting. They are on a hot streak. We will see if they can keep it up. We know that they're in a very good spot to keep that going this week and into the weekend. Um, but beyond that, they've got some big fish out there and we'll be uh, tracking it, uh, all throughout the fall. So be sure to pick up a subscription to the bengaltiger.com part of on three Appreciate you guys listening to this edition of the Bengal Tiger podcast. We hope you guys have a great rest of the week. We'll talk, I'm sure, after uh, Ricky Collins's commitment goes down. And also, we'll have Paul Mabenga on the podcast Friday. Had a great interview with him. Had a blast catching up with Ellis, you commit. So be sure to tune in and check that out wherever you catch your podcasts at. So with that, guys, hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the podcast. And we'll catch you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.